Janelle Burley Hoffman is a parent coach and mother of five who writes about parenting and technology for the Huffington Post, has a weekly spot on NPR's American Public Media Marketplace as a tech etiquette consultant, and has been covered by Good Morning America. Her book, I Rules, What Every Tech Healthy Family Needs to Know About Selfies, Sexting, Gaming, and Growing Up, is a funny, accessible guide with tips for raising happy, well-adjusted children in a technological age. Welcome, Janelle Burley Hoffman. Thank you so much for having me. Now, before we talk about the book, can you give us a little background about yourself and how you came to be an expert in this area? Absolutely. So for uh, for most of my adulthood, I have been doing a lot of community work and working with families in workshop formats. And I started to really notice a shift in the way that the technology was impacting, and positively and negatively, the lives of the children and the families that I was working with. And a lot of the conversation kept looping back to technology when I was talking and consulting with families. And at the time, I, you know, I had five very young children, so our lives weren't being affected by, you know, phones and the portable devices as much as it is now to have a young family. But I knew that it was on the horizon and that I would be parenting it. And without a doubt, um, being a parent myself has given me that little insight. I call it um, not expert but practitioner, that I'm in the trenches every single day parenting the technology now my kids are kindergarten to entering high school and I really do see how our lives are impacted every day by it and how it's a lot to manage and juggle and you know you're trying to preserve certain parts of lives so when I say expert I really mean practitioner and that I'm out there figuring it out along with everybody else that that I'm having these conversations with. Very good. Now, where did the idea for this book in particular come from? Is it a collection of things that you had written or an entirely new project? So um, the Christmas of 2013 was the year um, my husband and I decided to get our then 13-year-old son his very own iPhone. And, And this was a very big decision for us because I had kind of been paying attention to what was going on for the teens that I worked with. And because I was seeing what was happening as a culture, I wanted to be really mindful in how um, I managed and parented the technology. And and I kept, I was a borderline preachy saying, you know, when you drive, we'll talk about a cell phone. But then I was realizing how my son's life was being infiltrated by the technology already. He was using devices that belonged to his peers and texting over his video game, you know, communicating. And so I thought, I think that I need to give him the technology at this young age of 13, which to me, I mean, now, People laugh when I say that that seemed young, but it felt like a really, it felt very progressive to be totally honest where, um, you know, now I think it's expected from a lot of uh, 13-year-olds. And so I I wrote him an 18-point contract of how I expected him to behave around this new technology. And I wrote this for him and we sat down, we had a lot of conversations about this, and then I decided to share it on the Huffington Post and share it with some of the families that I work with and on my own website. And from there, this contract with basically rules to live by for technology just went absolutely viral and was translated into dozen languages and shared, you know, I was getting feedback from everybody who worked with youth, whether it was law enforcement or educators or parents, even teenagers themselves. And it started this massive conversation and 
people basically said, keep it going, keep this conversation going. Don't let this be the end of it. And from there, with my writing background, I was able to partner um, with Rodale and with my literary agent, Amy Hughes, and we all came together and decided that we need to use this 18-point contract as a model for a deeper discussion. And, and that's really where the thought behind iRules came from. Very good. Now, uh, what are some of the stories and tips that you share in the book that we also have in the audio? Sure. So, so the book is really, again, based on these principles of what I call my parenting cornerstones. And so in this book, it's divided into three sections, um, respect, responsibility, and live fully. And I believe that we all have, and it might not be the same as mine, but we all parent from certain values and certain cornerstones. And if we take those cornerstones and we apply them to the technology, we parent the technology very similar to the way we do everything else. And I think that's the core principle behind the book is that you parent the screens the same way you parent away from the screens. And if you're consistent in your parenting style, the parenting the technology isn't going to look too different from how, from how you do everything else. And, and that's what a lot of what I share in, in the book and when I work with families is just so much is rooted in dialogue in converse, sitting down with your kids and talking to them about it. I mean, I think throughout the entire book, you'll just see that that's a theme that just does not go away. Come back, have a conversation, have a tech talk. That means sit down, figure out how your kids are using the technology, where they are online, why they like it. I mean, all of these are very good talking points to have with our children. And when we build dialogue, when we open those doors, we become stronger as parents. When we talk to parents about how their kids are using technology, then we build community around the technology. It suddenly doesn't feel so overwhelming. We start to really break it down. So I think one of the biggest tips that just sticks through throughout the entire book is when in doubt, come back, get curious, have a conversation about it, assess what's working and what isn't. Figure out, I mean, like even the contract that I wrote for my son almost two years ago now, it's had to shift and evolve as he's grown and changed and his school schedule has changed. And so it's a living, breathing dialogue that we have in our house, but it starts with these very basic principles or eye rules around the technology. Uh, do you have any specific rules about Facebook or Twitter or, you know, wh when kids should be on there? Sure. So that's a question I get asked a lot because I think, you know, as parents, we want to say, okay, what is the right age to buy a cell phone? And what is the right age to go on Facebook? And I really encourage parents to trust themselves. And when in doubt, delay it, even if we're met with some emotional resistance, because nobody ever told us parenting wasn't going to be hard or emotional or overwhelming at moments. But I do think that if we, we stick with what works for us, or, you know, coming back to those parenting instincts that are, are different for all of us. But if we're, if we're present enough with our children to say, I'm going through this right now, to be totally honest. My son, who is now almost 12, my second son in line, he very much so wants an Instagram account. And I am delaying it because, number one, I, I'm just not ready to parent it yet because I know that when I let him go on there, I'm gonna, it's something else to kind of add to my laundry list of things to check through and keep in tune with and pay attention to. And so I'd like to wait till he's kind of really into middle school. I don't really see a need for, for my, my son who's in elementary school to have this. So for me, I'm a big fan of delaying until you feel like you, as a parent you're ready to do the work. And so our kids might not love that philosophy, but I do think we, when we come from a place of I want you to have success with the technology – 
And sometimes that means waiting till we're all a little bit older or a little more ready, and um, we can do this. So, so we're not backpedaling. So we're not giving in to all of the keys of technology and then needing to go back and say, oh, I have to re- revise everything. This isn't working. Loss of privilege. Okay, you can't go on there. I see that a lot that people are saying, I gave them too much too soon. And now I'm needing to go back and redo everything, which, which happens. I mean, that's also part of parenting. But I, I do think it's important to take our time and be really mindful in the decisions that we make based on in our, our children as individuals and the time in our lives that we are. Are we, are we ready to know how to work Twitter or what's happening on Snapchat? Really being fluent in some of these apps and social networking sites so that we can set our children up for success when they're ready. Mm. Now, do you um, have the children friend you on these so you can see what they're doing? Sure. So my oldest is the only one right now with his own social networking accounts, and we do follow each other. Um, I, I use this tip for myself and for other families that I say, um, be on it, not in it, which is have a presence on the technology, but let your children have their own lives. I, I don't feel the need to comment or like every single one of his pictures. Or I'm very much, if I had a, a house full of teenagers and they were hanging out and playing video games, I wouldn't necessarily need to sit up next to the couch and hear everything they're saying. <laughs> I might let them go hang out in the other room or in the basement and do their thing, but I know who's down there. I have a sense of who's at my house. I have a sense of what's going on down there, but I don't need to be down there hanging out and eating pizza with them. And, right. and so if that makes sense, it's, it's this, this balance that we need to live in as parents is I have a sense of how my child uses the technology, who they communicate with it. I know how it works, but I don't need to go mind their business pending everybody's safe and I have a good, healthy sense of what's going on for my child away from the technology. You know, there's no major changes in behavior. Schoolwork is good. They're getting outside and having you know, healthy exercise, relationships with peers in person. So there's all these levels of assessment that we take into consideration when we're building healthy tech relationships for ourselves, with our children, and for our families. Very good. And before we close, I just wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to tell folks where they can uh, find out more and also to um, interact with you on your website. Would you please tell us that address? Sure. So it's www.janelle. BurleyHoffman.com. And it's J-A-N-E-L-L-B-U-R-L-E-Y-H-O-F-M-A-N-N. Is that correct? That is correct. Dot com. Thank you so much, Janelle Burley Hoffman, author of iRules, available on audio from Tantor. Thanks so much. Thank you.